0: Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm
1: Jonathan Aberman. Today, DC startups getting a boost. The way I think about it at CIT, our role is to help companies get launched. Scaling should come from the private sector. That's when the market should make its decision as to whether these are viable, scalable businesses, and that's appropriate that they do so. Promoting economic
0: development and innovation is a big job, and it's a job that both the private sector and government have a role. We're now joined by Ed Albrigo. He is CEO of the Center for Innovative Technology, which is Virginia's effort to promote innovation and entrepreneurship. Ed, thanks for taking the time today.
1: You're welcome, Jonathan. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, you've been in this region for a long while. You've uh, had various leadership roles in organizations. What caused somebody like yourself who's been successful in the private sector to take on the role of running a a publicly-facing organization
1: like the CIT? It's the criticality of the issue, innovation and entrepreneurship in Virginia. When you look out at what's necessary to keep our economy growing vigorously, it's going to come down to companies and jobs and people that are willing to innovate, take some risk, build companies, offer new products and services, especially in our region to diversify the economy. As we've talked about often is the public-private sector here, and adding more vitality to Virginia overall.
0: Now, in your career prior to joining the CIT, you worked with a number of organizations that had nexus with the federal government, government contracting yes. and so forth. What what caused you to determine that, uh, while that was interesting and a good place to spend your career, there was a need to branch out into this new area?
1: Well, part of it, when I launched a company many, many years ago, One of the first organizations somebody said you should talk to is this thing called CIT. So that would have been in the mid-90s. And I traveled up to the interesting building that we occupy and talked to folks up there, realized at that time it wasn't oriented to the type of programs we have now. It's much more university commercialization, uh, research commercialization. But I always got intrigued by that notion of support for entrepreneurs in the region and when i got a call about the uh, opening for the ceo position i jumped at that opportunity and say wow here's a way of actually putting into practice things i've been talking about preaching about innovation and entrepreneurship and why not just jump right into it
0: so what do you say to people that say well there's no role for government in promoting entrepreneurship innovation and that everything should be left to the free market. How do you react to that?
1: Well, just think back to all the things we we now take for granted as far as innovation. The Internet came out of DOD or DARPA research projects that led to the TCPIP protocols, which, in fact, was a company I was trying to launch back at that time, very early Internet um, uh, services That came out of federally funded research. So there's an enormous role for federal, state, local governments to get involved in is helping to support innovation. And the way I think about it at CIT, our role is to help companies get launched. Scaling should come from the private sector. That's when the market should make its decision as to whether these are viable, scalable businesses. And that's appropriate that they do so. I also think it's important, uh, much like... From my role when i worked at freddie mac there's a level of risk that's appropriate for governments to take that private sector maybe in and out of the market at times and put in a constant level of risk taking especially to spur innovation and entrepreneurship that's appropriate for governments
0: if i'm an entrepreneur interested in starting a business i'm listening and i don't know necessarily what kind of resource available, Mm -hmm. what role does the CIT play in in helping me start a
1: business? So I think that's a really great question. And I think it gets to the core mission of CIT around accelerating innovation, commercialization, and entrepreneurship. What we can do is, number one, help people understand if what they're starting on their new venture is, is likely to succeed as a commercial venture, helping them through due diligence, helping them understand where they are in their thought process, what would investment require for them at certain stages of it? I think we help on pointing them to other resources if we're not the right stop at that moment through the various programs we have, which actually is, I think, what we could do better job of at CIT. How can we be a more effective clearinghouse of all the support that's available throughout Virginia for entrepreneurs and innovators in, in the Commonwealth. So I look at it as we should be on the stop. I don't know what people would consider we should be their first stop. I think we we're a great first stop, but we should be a stop on an entrepreneur's checklist of where they want to get support from private and public sources. And then we could direct them to other sources, including our own programs.
0: Uh, from where I sit, um... Looking at the the early stage startup community, you know the Center for Innovative Technology through its Gap Fund mm-hmm. uh, is the largest single investor of startups in in the region. Yes, uh, certainly in in Virginia. So if I'm a technology entrepreneur, shouldn't
1: I be going to you for my first fifty grand? I think we should be on the checklist to come okay. by for the first <laughs> fifty grand. Fair enough. Um, I think if they find the first fifty grand, and I think that's an appropriate if there's another source for that first 50 grand we don't prevent people from taking it we're fine to come in in the second 50 grand but in many instances we may be the very first 50 grand and in fact i think what's educational for the entrepreneur it's not just a handout of 50 grand they're going to be presented as they would any other investor here's a term sheet here's terms here's what we expect back for that first 50 grand it's not just handing out money we expect that a business is going to be launched and down the road, and down the road could be seven to 10 years, there's some return back to us on that money as well as the new organizations that got started. So I definitely believe we ought to be on the list to come towards for that fifty grand, And uh, I think that's an appropriate place for us to be. Mm-hmm.
0: And again, if we're talking about the role of government, the, yes. the willingness to take risk, be yes. uh, to go where angels fear to tread. That, that's uh, right. That's right. As you uh, look at this region as you look at virginia maryland Mm -hmm. and dc where do you see the technology opportunities where do you think entrepreneurs should
1: be putting their time to build the next great companies well certainly cyber continues hot and you and i have talked about that in different venues Cybersecurity is going to be a hot space for a while because those people that threaten us uh, those people that want to come after us they're innovating at an incredibly fast rate around every solution that we're putting up I still look ahead. Biotech for this region is another good area. Uh, some of the challenges with biotech uh, is the startup capital that's required, um, especially if it involves anything therapeutic. Life sciences then, uh, data that relates to life sciences, data that relates to um, uh, security. And what we're going to be talking about uh, shortly, you're seeing more and more of it is smart cities or smart community technologies. That's gonna be a big thrust for CIT certainly, and we see for the region uh, over the next couple of years. We're starting that with the launch of the new Smart Cities actuator, Smart Cities Works, out at CIT with private partners at this point. This'll be an interesting uh, jump off for us. We're not starting with commonwealth money, we're starting with private money and doing that. and. Uh, hopefully that will explode and we think it's going to be very successful on that part. So when you think about it, the life sciences, biotech, certainly with what you see happening over in NOVA and the life sciences, medical sciences is going to be another great uh, regional uh, boost for everybody for entrepreneurs.
0: Before I let you go, if I'm an entrepreneur and I want to get in touch with you, how do I, how do I reach out to the CIT and get involved?
1: I think the, the easiest thing to do, let me give you my email to start with and then I'll direct it to the appropriate people ed.albrigo, A-L-B-R-I-G-O, at dot So there
0: you have it, folks. You have an email on record. The CEO of an organization who wants to hear from you. Ed Albrigo, CEO of the Center for Innovative Technology, making things happen in our nation's capital in Virginia. Thanks wow, for joining thank us. thank you, Jonathan. Have a good day. We believe... There's such a need for authentic information that's positive and useful. You know, there are many, many people here in the D.C. region who get up every day and just get after creating new things and are committed to making our community better. My producer, Tracy Madigan, and I speak with people every day that tell us amazing stories of that they want to share about the progress they're making, the things that they care about and why they're proud to be part of the greater Washington community. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Until next time, goodbye.